Hey, everybody. You're listening to NC Shop Talk, brought to you by NC Carpet Binding. I'm your host, Mal Mayer. If you want to learn from some of the most innovative people in the industry and laugh a ton, then this show is for you. So let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Well, it's almost March, and we're way past the point of it being a new year. For me, at the start of every year, I don't do the resolution thing, the diet nonsense. Me personally, all I want to do or I could try to do is be a better father and a husband. Professionally, I want to grow my business, not the first week of January. We want to grow the business, extend our reach, and grow our brand. It should all be a year-round thing for everyone, not a one-week thing. It's impossible to do that without getting creative, challenging yourself in new ways, and even taking chances that could blow up in your face. I'm not looking to go Tony Robbins on everyone here, but the gentleman joining me today, I'm fairly certain, shares the same belief system, and he proves it annually, daily, whatever you want to call it. We're going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants on this one and see where it takes us. Mobile Solutions is located in Arizona and is an innovation-driven company creating tools and training that enables custom automotive electronics, audio, interior professionals to fabricate and install with efficiency, precision, and accuracy. They have an enormous focus on learning through hands-on training. Without further ado, NC Shop Talk welcomes in Brian Schmidt, owner and CEO of Mobile Solutions in Arizona. Welcome to the show, Brian. How are we doing, Mal? Thank you for having me. Of course, of course, hanging in there, you know, staying busy, of course. I just got back from a big show. I know you just got back from a big show. So we're both pretty maxed out, but this is some important stuff that we really need to get to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think uh, one of our, our biggest challenges is is just getting our mindset and, and our direction as people and, and our businesses in the right direction. And then everything else kind of follows into place. Yeah. You and I, I don't know, a five-minute conversation today, literally about six hours ago, and we discussed how we're going to attack this one. And then we're just going to go kind of topic to topic or question to question. I ask one, you ask one. And, you know, we kind of know what we're going to go over. It To me, it's more about motivating guys, right? And helping everyone to understand that there's different ways of getting better, different ways of accelerating your learning curve or, you know, what's in front of you to grow. Um, you know, we all want to open up conversations about growth and how it's done, taking chances and trying to reach new heights. Is there anything else before we dive into this thing that you want to add or should we just go? Hey, I, I let's just dive into it. You know, take these small chunks. Like you said, it doesn't happen overnight. And I think just to kind of initiate this is it's small, logical steps, short-term goals, and then long-term goals. And you know, if you have those in place, then you have your roadmap to success and always be you know, trying to go to that next level and achieve those small wins equals a huge win. And you know, I think that people lose sight of that. And it, sometimes it becomes unobtainable and, and let's just take some small chunks out of this. So, hey, hopefully today we can shed some light on some of our successes and, and failures. Knowing what not to do is just as important. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's have some fun with this. All right, cool. Here's the thing that I've always stressed, and it could be whether it's at a trade show or on a phone call or with friends or guys that have ideas, and I'm a huge believer in creating relevant multiple revenue streams, which sounds super advanced for the way we usually have our our podcasts here. 
but let's call it just a good supplemental incomes, if you will, but they got to be relevant. Not necessarily a one-stop shop that does everything. You know, if you bring in specialists, that's a different story, but a shop that could perform related jobs with precision. Two years ago, story within a statement, two years ago, you asked me to take a chance with you and exhibit at Master Tech. And, you know, Master Tech Expo is three days of intensive learning sessions with a trade show vibe as well. Mix that in with heavy hitter, heavy hitter keynote speakers like Dave Kindig. And it's just, you know, an epic event. I didn't think it was a good fit. And I'm pretty strong-willed. And I think we've gone over this in the podcast before. And you said, no, Mal, you're wrong. And let me tell you why. Long story longer, you said, you know, take the chance. I think it's going to be worth it. And you were right. So let's kind of, I'm going to give you the reins on this. Let's talk about companies adding multiple revenue streams and how Master Tech and even your experiences helps, you know, helps these guys potentially add revenue streams, ideas, et cetera. Yeah. So, you know, if you just kind of dive into that, I feel like people should just look at their wheelhouse and their wheelhouse is, hey, I'm good at these certain things and I can take parts of my craft and branch out where it's not totally out of my range, but it's still in my wheelhouse. For example, a lot of guys have bought a laser machine and look at the avenues of just adding that to your upholstery or, you know, doing raster work on, on leather or, you know, whatever you're cutting, even patterns, it's helped people create, you know, different avenues just with adding that one machine, you know, like Tracy Weaver, for example, you know, we, we kind of introduced him to the laser and he just took off with it. And you'll find out you're making trophies for your, you know, your, your kid's softball team or whatever. Um, There's just so many things. And if you look at other avenues, like audio, for example, you're already fabricating the panels. You're already building the door panels and the, the console or the rear deck or, you know, whatever. And if you could learn the craft of, you know, the wiring part of it, maybe that's not your strong suit, but you could learn that. Or you could learn how to build a sub box, for example. You might already have a table saw. It's already there. And, it, you know, my favorite thing is like you have all the tools already. You already have most of those things. And if you could just add a couple more now you can do the audio in-house. Now you can do the laser work in-house. You can, you know, maybe do some of the metal stuff that you weren't doing. And that increases your offering to your your clients. It's related. Like, yeah, it's, it's, totally it's all related, related. And you're adding revenue streams without going above and beyond your level of expertise. 100%. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's all value add for your customer, right? Yeah. I think that's where a lot of shops or... In one case, completely separate from auto, our carpet customers, as many guys out there that are fabricators and as many shops out there that are, say, a flooring store, there's still a more of a majority that don't do in-house carpet binding, which makes no sense. You have the store, you're selling the carpet, you're selling the remnants, but eh, you know what? I'm not going to spend $3,000 today to buy a carpet binding machine from whoever. I'm going to sub it out for, eh. One, two, three, four dollars a foot, whatever the case. Meanwhile, that binding tape with the thread and everything included only cost you about five cents a foot on the average for the normal stuff. You want to get to the expensive stuff and be a big shot? Okay, 15 cents a foot at most 30. It's still nothing. And meanwhile, you're subbing it out, you know, taking all that profit out of your house when you should really be bringing that profit in house. And we have these starter packages that we do at our biggest trade show, 
And at the top of the signs, it says, start binding today, bring all your profits in-house. It's a no-brainer. If you have the ability and it's relatable to your primary business, you jump on it because anything you can do in-house is faster, more affordable, and you can control it. And I think that's what a lot of guys in any industry miss the mark on. And I'm not professing to hit the mark on everything because I know what I'm missing. <laughs> and, you know, it's plenty, just like anybody else. But the core things that are relevant, you should be all over it if you can. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just to add to that is if I see a tool or a process or something like that, I'm going to adapt it. If I see my buddy going, man, you got to get this because look what I'm doing with it. I'm just going to write the check and go, we have to have that because I can see the potential for future revenue. And yeah, I'd rather eat macaroni and cheese for a couple months, but I own that machine now. And then my, the long-term benefits to that are huge. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point. Yeah, it's it's just more about I don't know if it's, is it about taking the chance? Is it about fear? Is it about money? Is it a little bit of everything? Everybody's different. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, I'm a tool junkie and you've been to my shop. So if you show me the value, man, I'm just going to buy it because yeah. I, I know that it's going to help me. And then I can keep that in-house. We have con quality control. So we're doing the work. We know what we're going to get. We know our timeline. You know, if it's midnight before SEMA, I'm not worrying about a vendor trying to get it to me. We're we're doing it ourselves. Yeah, that's a great point, too. You and, know what? It could be a $6,000 coat hanger for four months out of the year. But if you're cooking with it hard and heavy for three months and then another five months, you're using it sporadically. Eventually, it's going to pay for itself. Once it's paid for, it's pure profit. All it is is labor. You're not shipping. You're not waiting. You're not paying. And you're not outsourcing and praying to God, somebody else gets it done. If you can get it done yourself, get it done. A hundred percent. I know you travel the, the country a lot. You see a lot of shops. And I got to ask you, I mean, out of the most successful shops, don't they have the biggest investment in tooling and training and knowledge? Because I see that. You know, I was just in a shop. And it really impressed me. It's, I don't do all the shop tours like a lot of companies do. I don't go door to door door-to-door, -door, like someone like a Moore and Giles or those kind of companies visiting shops all the time. It's We don't have that kind of manpower. I have to be able to own the place, create business, et cetera. I can't travel like a traveling salesman. And the other members of our team surely are not going to. So, but when I have gotten out over the years, there's a lot that have impressed me. A recent one was Luso, which is a very, very, very high-end I don't even, I can't call it an, I guess it's an, it's an everything shop. They're in Las Vegas. I visited them when I went out to SEMA this year. It was my first stop. They are fitted to the gills with everything. They have three machines from us that they barely use because they can't find the right guy for the job. They bring a guy in. He says he's one thing and he's not. They bring somebody else in and he's got bad habits and they don't have patience for nonsense. So they punt them, but they keep outsourcing their work. Meanwhile, they're sitting on, I don't know, it's got to be $10,000, $11,000 worth of our machines collecting dust, but they're armed and ready to go. It just hasn't gone their way. Now you go into other departments, you know, there's 15, 16 cars in one room, seven or eight cars at another shop in the back. It's, it's just crazy. And, you know, they have everything and they're, you know, whether it's paint, kind of a one-stop shop, but they don't just let seven Mal's or seven Brian's do the job. They have experts doing each and every component. Oh, you're the window film guy. You're, you know, the paint guy and paint and body and vice versa. Just like any, 
you know, shop would be. And when they've expanded, they bring in an expert. Like they're not going to let their paint guy sit on a sewing machine and botch an interior. You know, it's just, if he's a hobbyist, it's not going to work. They're working on Lambos. They're working on one of a kind Maseratis that you haven't even seen yet. It's, it's impressive. It really is. And on top of it, I like them. They're nice people, really great shop, but they're ready for, they're ready for battle with anything that comes their way. They don't have to sub out a damn thing, which is except for the upholstery right now, which is crazy. Anyway, moving on to a, I guess a different conversation. You got one for me. Nothing hard. Be nice. Nothing hard. We're super excited about um, the show coming up and uh, you know, we got Chris from, from Bucks Customs going to be there. And uh, he's, 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 he's a good friend. I know you're friends with him as well. And we're just, you know, I think it's going to be fantastic, but I think that, um, you know, I talked with him today. He's, he's just really excited. And he's asking me, you know, what, what are some of the, the things that move the needle? And, and I just said, Hey, I think that you should be talking about just taking people on this journey of, you know, if you've never done this before, or if you're, you're mid-level and you want to see some tricks, walk them through maybe some of your, you know, your methods and techniques and share some of those nuggets with him. He's like, oh man, I got some great, great stuff. And, you know, that kind of brings us up to, you know, how you're going to contribute to the show. So maybe you can tell these guys, <laughs> well, you we, know, we, we talked gonna... about it last year a little bit and then yeah. resurfaced a few months ago. Yeah. I mean, we're not even still completely sure, but I think it's going to be mostly like you and I discussed about the branding and business building and kind of what goes into it and being consistent in your, in your messages and your branding and your color, everything that a lot of shops don't focus on. A lot of times guys just focus, like you take my father, my father, you know, how it is business before I got here, he had to focus on one thing, making really good machines and selling to them to whoever called. There was no marketing. There was no, you know, on a wholesale level other than trade shows, the internet came and I, I hadn't come in yet and they hadn't tapped into that outside of making a website. So I come in, some of the marketing ideas, different things. So I'm bringing my strengths to the table and mixing it with, you know, his strengths and um, our cousin Mark's strengths and the strengths of the staff. So I think some things I'm going to focus on is really how to build, brand build economically without having to break the bank. Because there's a million ways you could just throw money at something. And sometimes it'll work, but sometimes you can't afford it. You know, I built things up with a really small budget, which was don't spend a damn thing. And, you know, we're fine. We don't need it. And I, of course, ignored it. And I think we've done okay. I would have liked to have done better, but budget wise, the branding, the building, I think it'll be a really good class and leave it open to conversation and different ideas and present different vendors that have helped me along the way. So you don't have to waste $15,000 on a mistake I made years ago or waste days and weeks researching things when you could have just picked up a phone and picked someone's brain and hired them and saved a boat ton of money and a boat ton of time because these interior guys and, you know, these audio guys, they don't have time to waste. They can't waste time creating and thinking of ideas to, to build their business. Why? Because they're running it. I think so, this class should give them some good vetted 
vendors, shortcuts, ways to brand build, grow economically without without spending too much. Yeah, well said. And you did send me some of your your slides and think that um, you've done a fantastic job with your own business. And you guys that are listening, you really don't want in this session right here that, that Mal's going to teach. I think it's fantastic. And it really just kind of summarizes, here's here's some shortcuts. Don't work in your business, you know, work on your business. Be not inside of it. Work on it in a way where you're actually making it produce for you and do it smart. We're all up against those same challenges. We all have, we fight the clock every day, every one of us. And it's what you do with that time during the day. And I think, you know, your your slides and your message, it kind of communicates like, hey, here's some simple ways that are great for your brand, that communicate well to your customers that have not value and, uh, you know, just kind of building that up is, is where it's at and just, you know, be consistent with it. Yeah. Then that's the goal and that should be most of the focus for it. And, uh, I just think like some of that vendor vendor sharing is a big thing. It's been big for the podcast. These guys love the vendor sharing, you know, where do you get this and how do you do that? Where'd you get the medallions? You know, those kind of things have got a long way to helping others. This technology era, guys go on YouTube and figure out how to be upholsterers, you know, how to upholster a seat. And it's it's a lot of information is out there, whereas in years past, it wasn't. And it, it's not tough to, don't be a tough guy to ignore it, embrace it. Learn what you can learn, grab what you can grab and use the technology to your benefit. You know, I alluded to it earlier, taking a chance. You're really not taking a chance all that much if you believe in yourself and have a plan to execute your vision. You may want it, but that plan's got to be there and you got to hold your feet to the fire on it. You can't have a plan and, well, we got big jobs for the next two weeks. I, you know what? I'll punt it for two more. No, you can't punt it. Whatever needs to be done, you got to do it. I see way too many companies rolling out the same product and the same capabilities every single year. If I learned, I don't know, anything from some of these high-end trim shops, it's that, they don't sit still no matter how good they are. And I'm going to use this one because I have carnal knowledge of it because, you know, he's one of my guys and I've become very close with him and um, bounce ideas off each other, et cetera. Well, you kind of stole my thunder with Chris at Bucks. It's not by accident that he's gotten where he is. He's obviously top 1% auto interior specialist in the world. You can't dispute it. Does anyone think for a second he needed to add lasers CNC machines, double his shop footprint and add additional equipment over the last handful of years? No, of course he didn't. He still would be in that top 1%, but he and guys like him are constantly adding to their arsenal so they can be better, grow faster, and ultimately, I, I don't know, guys that like to win, they like to keep winning and they like to stay on top. I want to bury anyone coming after me and make it a long climb to catch me, whether I was a division three athlete or chasing after a girl when I was younger or being a businessman. Now I want to make it hard for someone to catch me. I don't want to be caught. So I see that in a lot of people, you, Chris, you know, a lot of guys out there. If you want different results of what you're producing or your business is, you know, producing for you. You have to do different things. You can't just keep going, well, we're busy. You're busy being busy. You've got to be strategic and go, you know what? We need to stop. We need to go sharpen our axe before we go chop down more trees. And, you know, that's what furthering your education is. Yeah, it's going to cost us, uh, you know, 
maybe a few days of revenue to shut the shop down or or run it lean while I'm gone. But I need that time to go and re-energize myself, to refocus, to reset and and network with some of the top people in the world. They they have the same challenges you do. You know, my good friend uh, Jeremy Carlson, I go, hey, what's your schedule? He goes, Brian, I'm at work at 4.30 a.m. every day. And I said, wow, that is some discipline. I mean, this guy is a machine, but there that goes to show you not everybody has to drive to get up at 4.30. He does. That's why he's on top. So you got to make that investment in yourself and go, you know what? I'm going to go to whatever. I'm going to read whatever book. I'm going to go to this trade show. I'm going to network with these people. I want to be in the know because that's how you get new ideas. You're exposed to different things than your own four walls. And that's what this is all about is exposing yourself to those new ideas and then pushing yourself, like you said, to be outside of your box. That's how you're going to grow. That's how you're going to yeah. win. And no one's going to catch you. You, you got to do things you never did. We've all heard it. We've all heard all the, you know, cliches. I mean, I've thrown out a couple of them here, but if you're doing the same thing over and over again, nothing different is going to come your way. It's just not. If you're hoping for a miracle or a chance to happen by chance, it's not going to happen. You've got to make it happen. Put yourself in positions to make things happen. It's going to be meatloaf every time. <laughs> I, actually, I, want a, I want a steak. I love meatloaf, but I I'd want rather, a steak. I'd rather have a, bur a, a loaf of bread, a real loaf, a good loaf of bread, a piece of cheese, some olives, and, and just eat like a peasant. I'm a peasant food guy. I'll let you spend on the steaks. I'm going to spend on like massage and having fun whenever I go somewhere and being an idiot, like when I'm around people. <laughs> Perfect. We all have the things we like to do. Anyway, I don't know. You're up. Give me one. I just think that this mindset is, is, is so important for guys to be just kind of thinking about, you know, it's a new year. It's a way to shift. The economy is is challenging right now. I'd say, you know, the COVID season is gone. And so we, you know, we got to kind of push ourselves to think differently. It's it's a little bit of a hustle. It's more than it's been a hustle. I've been talking to a lot of shops and, and just kind of getting a feel for what's going on this year. And they're like, hey, I was booked out six months and now I'm only booked out a month. That's kind of a sign of this year. So yeah, there's a pullback. The economic pullback is there. Mm -hmm. We can feel it. We are getting less orders from our meat and potatoes, but we just keep pressing. Uh, just this month, I must have done triple the amount of email blasts that I have done to, to all of our niche markets, and it's helped. And we matched last year's month this month, but you could see the pullback is there. Order it volume is. is there, but it's not the volume, not the order size that they were a year ago. So you got to. Figure out a way to fill in those blanks when times get tough. If you're a prayerful person, you're, you don't stop praying when something goes bad. You pray all the time. Stay consistent. So when things go bad in life, stay consistent. And you even got to work harder to overcome whatever's in front of you. So that's the way I look at it. I think it was easy money for all of us and automotive for the last couple of years. And it's, it's you know, it's shifted. It, 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 things have changed. Uh, you know, last year you could go on the Toyota dealership or the 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 jeep dealership there wasn't a, any a car to buy i just drove by there this morning they probably had 200 jeeps to choose from yeah and i asked them how you know my i got my my daughter has one she got a service there i go how many jeeps you guys they're like we're hardly selling any interest rates are up and it's tough and yep. i go that's a that's a 180 from last year where they had no inventory couldn't keep them on the lot this year 
no one's buying in tons of them. So we And they were going it. above sticker on everything. Yeah. Honda Accord was going above sticker last year. Exactly. So let's be mindful of that and have a have a plan. And and the biggest thing is just having here's my strategy for the year. We're going to double down. We're going to get our shop in order. We're going to get our house in order. And let's go learn some new stuff so we can come out strong. And that's I think that's a solid plan for the future at any time. Yeah. Are you exhibiting at that OEM show in Michigan? I might be attending. I'm not exhibiting, but I, I think that that is a very cool show. Okay. And uh, I'll get you I'll get you a batch. That's okay. I'd like to see what it's about. And then maybe in future years, we, we should be there. Well, strap your balls on with me, get a booth cold and do something, <laughs> do something stupid because I'm going to, I, I signed up. I thought for sure you're going to say you did. I signed up a while ago. I didn't check the, the exhibitor list. I didn't go over it extensively, but I thought for sure that's something you'd go on. And why not? I mean, just, it's all OEM level. You can't, the regular guy's not attending it for the most part. So and it's limited too. There may be three or 400 people walking around and that's it. Yeah, but it's narrow and deep. And I love that. I'm absolutely want to go. And then I think next year, you know, let's, let's talk about getting our boost next to each other or something. <laughs> uh, this year's not over. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's not too late. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know about it. And in fairness to Brian, I found out about it literally two months ago. I'd never heard of it before. And shame on me for not knowing. And when I saw it, I just thought, here's something new I can try. Waste a boat ton of money trying, but I'm going to try like hell and see if I can make some hay there, make a couple of contacts and hope so hopefully something good comes out of it. Uh, I was just talking about oh, talking about it the last few weeks, a few different times with Gil from Speed and Design. And, you know, he wants to go because he has a mind for anything manufacturing the guy's a monster i gotta get him on this show one of these days and really expose him to the industry for what he is he's like a sleeping giant it isn't just do car interiors like well leave it there we'll save it for the, for a podcast episode but uh yeah you should come out meet me out there i'll get you an exhibitor badge and you know walk around freely and uh you know once a day when i have to pee cover the booth and then just go have fun yeah let's do that that'd be a good time <laughs> Yeah, it's it might be a dumb thing, but it's it's one of the risks I'll be taking this year, and hopefully it's a it's a good one that pays off. Yeah. So, hey, let's talk about who's coming to our show in March. I don't think you've mentioned our our keynote this year. Yeah. Got... Well, you had Kindig, which was ridiculous, and you got another ridiculous one. So I'll let you yeah, drop it. Kindig was amazing and he's, he was he's great a per, he's a personal friend as well and we go way back from the rockford fosgate years when he actually designed a few of the renderings for the paint schemes and awesome guy and he, he was just fantastic this year it's going to be chip foos it's so, crazy yeah and you know back right before covid started in 2019 we did the last show of overhauling we did uh shacks uh 68 impala and uh, it was a pleasure to work with him. He he's the real deal. I mean, I got to watch him just sketch out the interior, and he's like, he's like, here's what I'm thinking, and just did it right in front of us. We're like, got it. That's badass. And we had a lot of fun. It was super tight timelines, and uh, uh, kind of fast forward to today. You know, this our show. We've asked him to come on and and really kind of shed some light on his design style. So he's going to sketch some stuff and how what he thinks about and design cues and where he gets inspiration 
himself. And then we'll also talk about, you know, some of the cars. I think he'll have impressions there. Uh, I think that won a Riddler award. That'll be at our event, and he'll kind of break that down and, and and some other stuff. And we'll have the whole team that did that overhauling build as well. So it's going to be cool. I mean, anyone and everyone that has met him likes him. And it, obviously, everyone on industry has a monster man crush on his abilities, what he's done. I mean, the man is a genius, you know, he, and it's not, he doesn't have to, he obviously has to work at it, but it's almost like in him, it's seemingly what he does is in his DNA, it's in his blood, right? So like you said, he'll just pull out a sketch out of thin air and say, yeah, here's what I'm thinking, you know, and it's just, it's him, it's him. He's like, you know, the Michael Jordan of uh, the auto design world. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. He, and everybody says the same thing. He's just super nice and personable and doesn't have to be, but he absolutely is to everybody. And that that's what's cool. But you know, what's funny is we were talking with him. He's like, hey, what if I came a day or two early? I'm not really supposed to say this. And he goes, what if I came a day or two early? And I was just a student and I sat through that CAD class because I want to learn how to take my kind of analog version of doing this and go into this digital world. So he is literally <laughs> going to be learning wow. some of our, you know, we'll have fusion from Autodesk there teaching and he wants to take the fusion class. He wants to learn how to take those artistic renderings and get it onto a computer. And to me, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, that's, that's amazing. That, so you're, that, you're literally going to have, you're going to have Chip Foos taking one of your classes. Well, collectively he's going to be at our event at a class. Yes. So uh, teaching it, and taking at the same time. hundred percent. That's tremendous. Yeah. And we all put our pants on the same way. Everyone wants to learn. And and there you go. There's a guy at the top of his game wanting to reinvent how he thinks and how he does stuff uh, for his team. So that's, that's super cool. Look guys, when you meet these kind of guys, don't blink, don't act any differently than you nor- than you would normally act. You nailed it. You know, we all put our pants on the same way, one leg at a time. When you treat them like they're different, guys don't typically like that stuff. They want to just be one of the guys and fit in. It's kind of cool when people fawn on you. I, I wish I knew that feeling, but it's a got to be a really cool feeling. But it, when it's over and over and over again, it's got to be annoying. Um, you know, Dave came to our booth at your event. I never met him before. I think he knows who I was as a result of my relationship with Justin and Cato, but he came over. We, he's I have an idea. And I was like, okay, what's the idea? Propose the idea. I can't talk about it. And I said to him, well, I like the idea. I said, but it's, I wouldn't do that necessarily. I would do this. And here's a couple other ideas. And you're probably gonna have to spend more money. And I would do it this way, not for the sake of spending money, but for peace of mind. And you're going to want that peace of mind based on what you're doing. And we had a nice conversation. We talked, you know, five, 10 minutes, just going back and forth, having a good time. And that was it. And I hope it's, he seemingly was real receptive to the ideas. And I think he just liked the honesty and the fact that I wasn't like, Dave, take a picture with me. You know, I mean, come on, just be normal. And we could all help each other and grow. You obviously want to get a picture with Dave. I get it. But, uh, you know, I watch the shows too, but just be normal. And he may value that conversation, but this is just a normal guy. And he's not in it to win it or out to get something for himself. He's just being himself. And I think that's what a lot of guys should do. Someone like him or Chip could take a liking to you and you could become great friends. So. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're, they're the same. They, they just, uh, yeah, they got a lot more popularity, but they're, they're up against the same battles all of us are. And that's deadlines and 
and uh, build, you know, high level stuff for their, their customers and, and so on. So, but uh, yeah, it's going to be great. We're, we're really excited for this year's kind of venue and speaker and selection of who we have coming. The vendor section is off the charts. I mean, you guys are coming uh, in full fashion. You got a, a special surprise in your booth. What can well, you, we've can been you alluding share, to it, but can you, hey, share, you know, can you share that with us on, you know, what you're going to have in your booth. I know I had to get you uh, something special just for your booth. Oh, I didn't know. <clears throat> I guess I, I wanted to, Yeah, I mean, I guess we could break it here and then we'll just, you know, pump it on social media. But, you know, last year we probably had six or seven machines in the booth. And this year I'm probably only going to have four because Brian had no more real estate to sell me outside of bumping my booth back a foot or two to accommodate. But we're going to take another chance. We're going to bring in a CNC stitching machine, which we just started selling, came into agreement with them in December of this year, really January, but December we started before the agreement was signed. And we came into agreement with a company called ABM International. It's a USA made CNC stitching quilting machine. And they're incredible. I mean, there's only two I'd buy from. It's either going to be those guys or it's going to be Tajima. ABM and Tajima, to me, over the years, those are the two people you want to, two horses you want to back, if you will. You're going to get the support. You're going to get the equipment that's quality and going to last you. And they're made right. Um, you know, the, the ABM machines are made here in the USA. You know, if you can't afford a Tajima, go with an ABM. If you want to pay what a Tajima costs, either way, you're in good hands. So what I like about the ABM guys is the level of service. So here we're bringing this thing into our booth. And I said, look, I want someone there that can teach my booth visitors a little bit about how they work, what's involved, the programming, because I surely don't know it. So they're going to send a technician with it. We'll be able to sell you a unit, of course, if that if you so choose. But more than anything else, learn about it. And if it's something down the road, a pie in the sky thing for you four years from now, make that a goal. Because these CNC things, these lasers, like all you guys use and everything else, these are you know, ways that you can increase your bottom line, grow and just become more efficient, better and more profitable at the end of the day. But um, yeah, the CN machines, CNC machines are great. It's probably going to take up more than half my booth and obviously at the expense of some of our machines, but that's okay. We want to have this there. Brian and his visions, the way he does things inspired me to kind of push a little bit. So, you know, obviously the added expense, it is what it is, but just taking a chance. It's a little bit of a chance. Okay. So I might not have seven machines there. Big deal. Um, but this is something I think will be a real big head turner at the show. I think it's going to be in lockstep with your focus on technology and doing things faster and easier. So I think, it, I think it'll be a good addition. So that's kind of my surprise that I had in mind. We're going to have one of those suckers out there. Uh, you know, pumping out seat backs and diamond patterns and all the other stuff. That's incredible. That is incredible. Congratulations. And, you know, we, we did challenge, you are right. We did challenge all the vendors to bring their tech. That was the, that's the underlying goal is bring your tech to the show. Don't bring your literature. Don't bring a bunch of, you know, things that are, you could see anywhere. We want you to bring something special yeah. on that. That's, that's incredible. So we have all kinds of other tech guys that go along with this CNC uh, sewing machine. Uh, you know, there's 3d printers, there's lasers, there's yep. CNC machines, there's 
you know, a three, uh, Creoform with their 3D scanning. So this is just right in that wheelhouse of technology, and it's super badass. Who, who? I'm starting to cut you off, but I can't remember. Forgive me. Who brought the big old uh, 3D printer last year? I had it right next to, oh man, right next to Chris's truck. Maybe like 20 yards from Chris's truck. Who was that? Yeah, it was a big rep, big rep okay. 3D printing, and and that's what everybody's using. And it's a big format printer. Uh, it's awesome. They had that thing running round the clock for three days. Yeah, we're gonna print a dash at the show. Okay. Live. Yeah, it'll be printing the whole time. That's pretty cool. So, who uh, the guy that I liked? I know we're jumping all over the place. The guy that I really liked that kind of emceed the whole shooting match last year. Um, he was the Kenny. main guy on stage talking the whole time. He was funny. He came over, made fun of me a little bit, brought me up on stage. What was yeah. his name? His name is Ken Littleton. Ken. Yeah. Love yeah. him. Is he gonna be there again? He is. He is our beautiful. MC. Yeah. This time I'll be ready for him because he yeah. he got me a little bit. Yeah, and if you guys aren't familiar with our format, it's not just a trade show. We have a build-off going on on the stage, and there they can go use any machine on the floor. So they you might see someone run down into uh, NC Carpet's booth and <laughs> jump on a machine and stitch something and then go back up and use it on the panel. It's like Hale's Kitchen. Uh, but for fabrication, they're building panels live, two teams head to head each day. So you not only get to see all these cool vendors bringing their tech, but you also get to see guys using their, you know, their latest techniques and they're thrashing on stage. And I mean, it was like New Year's at the last 30 seconds. Everybody was. Yeah, screaming. no, for sure. They were screaming yeah. the countdown of the last 30 seconds, pencils down. And uh, it was I crazy. Mean, it was it fun. Was, yeah. I was openly cheering for uh, um, for Juan's team last yeah. year. Of course. Yeah, Juan Estrada, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the guy's a stud. Um, yeah, and it, it, I said in my intro, I didn't want to even say trade show because it's not. I forget how I put it, but um, it's learning. This is heavy-duty, intensive learning for three days. You know, I, I don't know if I can handle three days of classes, but... If it's something I needed to grow, I would do it. You know, I take seminars. I've done online seminars, Zooms, different things. I went to New York one time for a sales conference. And I have a hard time sitting and listening. But when I know it's going to benefit me and it's going to get my dollars up down the road, help my customer base, which in turn helps me and our family and the people we're responsible for, the guys that work for us, et cetera, their kids and everything in between, you got to come through. You absolutely have to come through. And if you're not keeping up with the way things are done, because, you know, this world is moving forward, not backwards. That's not 1956 anymore. You have oh. to adjust to everything. Um, you know, there's one more thing I wanted to go over. And if you're passing up on annually, if you're passing up on trying new things, okay. You don't have to try things that cost you a fortune, but if you're going to spend money don't necessarily spend it on a tool. Spend it on learning. Don't pass on SEMA. All right, I passed on SEMA. That's not the end of the world. Well, you know what? I'm going to pass on the bitch and stitching classes put on by Justin and Cato. Oh, okay. Then next thing you know, you're passing on master tech. Maybe you're not tuning in to the hog ring for industry news. Whatever it is, you're missing out on the chances to expand your knowledge base, your company offerings, and growing. I mean, we keep saying the same things over and over again. 
Stop missing out on these things. Miss out on that that pump action shotgun. Miss out on that. Miss out on a couple of nights out partying with your friends if that's your thing. Don't miss out on growing your business and padding your bottom line. And I'll stop with the cliches. It's it's a no-brainer. Get involved. Start learning. I mean, what would they be tell what else are they missing out on by not going to, to Master Tech? Well, I mean, I just want to add to your your thing about tools. And it's awesome. Tools are great, but let's think of this as mental tools. So yeah. your, me- your mental toolbox is we need to start thinking of that or as your brain is like those drawers that you have. And if you could start putting more tools in your brain, that's what it's all about. You're going to think about it differently. You might have one way to do it now and you might walk out of the show going, okay, I've got three different ways to do it. My, my old way and two new ways that I blend with it, and now you execute at a higher level. So increase that mental toolbox. To add to the show, we thought about all the things that we hate about trade shows. One of the things I hated, Mal, was trying to find lunch or dinner. We took all that out of the equation. So we actually feed you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You don't have to leave. You're there. It's all-inclusive. It, you, you, it's a captive audience, and we just don't want you to have to leave and leave the property. The only thing and- you need to go do is sleep. I'll be honest with you. You need to charge more. You're not charging enough. I'm not kidding. And I'm sorry, guys, whoever's listening, give me the finger right now, but you need to charge more. It's not, you're not charging enough. It's not even expensive. close. The, the food is outrageous. Uh, yeah. Forget the food. Yeah. The food is fine. It's just everything else. Oh, Three yeah. full days. Yes. I know the guy's got to pay for hotels and airfare. So that does play into it. It's a big nut to cover overall, but it's like going to college for three days and coming out with a blueprint for advancing your reaching your degree. That's, I mean, that's a pretty good way to put it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a little insight. We have two tracks that are more based off fabrication, the, the master design and school of fab you can pick, but we've built a training prop that is probably the craziest, craziest thing I've ever done. We bought a floor pan for a 60, uh, it's a 68 or 69 corvette it's the whole sheet metal and we've built a console a dash all of this and it's on a rotisserie in the front of the classroom and it peels apart like an onion that is our training prop and we're going to rebuild it in class and it's very high level so i i think when you guys see this it's much much more than you've ever even anticipated it is like live like a NASA class with this rocket exploding and all these parts are inside of it. And we're going to discuss every piece of it and walk you through this journey on how do we build it. And, uh, you know, some of the top builders in the industry are doing it. You probably looked at a Facebook post and it's a finished car, but how'd they build it? How are all those magnets in there? How are those layers? How are they bonding those two things and how, how do they service it? We're going to talk about all that stuff, the materials, how to machine it. Um, if you have, this tool or that tool and, and the the inexpensive way and then the ninja way to do it, both kind of routes, if you will. I think I think people are going to be blown away when you see this thing. Yeah, I think so too. And I don't care how good you are, who you are, what you think you know, you cannot go to these classes and not pick up something vital to your daily grind. You can't. You, you, you're just going to, you'll pick brains of other people. And, you know, Brian talks about what you're, you know, what were, I guess I talked about what you're missing on by not going on. You're missing on camaraderie. You're missing on connections. You're missing on connecting with people you never would have met before. Maybe a connection that could help your business. It could be a total home run 
someone, I don't want to tangle with a CNC machine. I'm going to send you all my panels this year. We do about a hundred of them. Can you cover? Yeah. Okay. I can handle that. Or you meet a, a monster who's sending you a hundred a month. You, you just don't know. You don't know what's coming your way. And if you're actively involved and actively talking to people, see who the players are. You know, you want to talk to someone, make it a, make it a point to speak with them. Be like, hey, look, I look up to you. I've seen what you've done. If you had a tip for someone just getting started or someone in my shoes, what would it be? There's benefits for everybody. And you're going to go there and get out of it whatever you want to get out of it. 100%. I, I've actually had a lot of conversations with people telling me it was literally worth just the networking portion of it was worth it in itself. Uh, you know, the, the first night you saw last year, we have a, a huge cocktail party. It's just a, co it's a networking party the first night because we believe in this so much Sunday night, get there early and it's at the, the Mesa amphitheater and we're going to have drinks, food, just a great time, a band playing, but it's really about networking. The mayor's yeah. going to kick it off. And then at the end, we got a fireworks show. It's just badass. And you know, it's a, it's a very well executed event. And, um, you know, forget the event, just think of it like a big party for learning and everyone being in one place that you, you probably at some point admire, like work with work against whatever, just get your butt to these events, get your, get yourself to these classes, whatever they are, whatever's going to benefit your business the most, take them, learn, grow. And, you know, uh, it, it's, it's almost March. Well, it's February. What was it? February, February 8th. And I can already tell, I bet, I'll bet my life on it. 80% of everyone in here that's listening right now, their New Year's resolution is already shot. They forgot about it. They're not doing what they said they were going to do. So if this is like a recharge, and in a way it's even a recharge for me, and I already blew what I blew on this trade show that I've never done before, um, that I have no idea if it's going to help us. But, you know, I'll be doing battle with Juki there and Dirk Up Adler. So this should be fun. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> well, hey, we're super excited, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you, Mal. It's going to be a great time. Let's oh. let's have a let's have a cocktail and and have some fun. We'll have some fun. I'll have to ask you 12 times a day if you're okay, and uh, you know if you need a defibrillator, I'll bring that with me because you know you're all over the place. It's crazy. So, all right, buddy. Listen, great time. Good talking to you. We'll sign off here, and uh, we'll see you out at the uh, Master Tech. All right. See all right, guys. kids. Thanks for listening in today, everybody. If you learned something new and liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe for more NC Shop Talk. Do me a favor and help us grow this sucker. Share this show on your social media feeds and with anyone else who'd love to hear it. Thanks for giving us a listen. And until next time, remember to get out there and make it happen.